Welcome back to another episode of the Recruitment Mentors Podcast. I'm your host, Hisham Azuz, and this is another installment of the Early On in Recruitment podcast series where we're sitting down with recruiters who are early on in their career to find out what have been some of their biggest challenges, how they overcame them, what advice do they have for people starting out in their careers, and uh, much more. I'm delighted to be joined by Hannah Vine today, and we're going to sort of unpack her journey. She's been working in recruitment for 14, 16 months, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive straight in. So, Hannah, thanks for for joining me. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> so, I think where I've been starting with people is uh, sort of where people what people's expect expectations were, and sort of what actually transpired so I guess let's just start sort of from what I can obviously this is your this has been your first recruitment job right yeah Yeah. so um yeah let's just start with like how has recruitment been compared to what Hannah expected going into to this journey yeah so I guess in the long term I never really knew what recruitment was it was only kind of throughout uni where I started hearing about people who you know went into recruitment and you know knowing that it was an actual job um but I'd say like the f- funniest thing is I basically got the job, my first recruitment job in October time. Um, and then because of COVID, we went into another lockdown. My start date got pushed back from October back to February. And wow. in that time, in that period of time, I was having an absolute freak out. Like I was like, I don't know anything about recruitment. I don't know anything about technology. I nearly pulled out so many times. I nearly like retracted. Like I was like, I don't know, like I don't know anything at all. I was terrified. I had this perception that I need to already be an expert. I was watching mm. YouTube videos like like every day, and I was just so nervous. But I literally started, and I was like, oh. there's nothing to be scared about nothing to be worried about you don't need to have experience in recruitment or anything like that you don't need to know anything about technology you will literally be trained from day one on what you need to do so I think overcomplicating it in your head is like the worst thing to do because it's like there's no expectation there for you to know stuff already so I think I worked myself up a little bit too much about it but yeah in reality I think recruitment you get taught everything you need to know that's one of the main things I can like tell people I guess from who are you know getting into like maybe worried about it yeah sure yeah so how did you go about you mentioned the the industry there a lot of people that I speak to that early on sometimes get sort of caught up in that I don't know if you've been on a journey with this but like can some oftentimes lack confidence because they feel like they have to know as much as the people they're speaking to or sometimes doubt or sort of say things like why would they speak to me when I've only got three months experience? So how have you gone about then sort of, as you said, you, you, obviously the uh, Tom and the team have obviously helped you and, and trained you up, but like, mm. how have you gone about acquiring the knowledge uh, of your sector and those things? How have you gone about that? I'd say the first thing is, and the, first, the thing that will get ingrained into you throughout recruitment and the start of your career is like get on the phones and literally on the speak to people speak to people that's the only way you're going to learn like even if you have no idea what they're talking about the more you hear the same words the way they're phrased all that sort of thing that will you know you'll start picking it up there's no point pushing it away or like doubting yourself about it and people say fake it till you make it that's basically like if you pretend you know what you're talking about you're going to sound like you know what you're talking about like if you sound confident while you're saying it like I think the worst thing you can do is shy away from it and you know worry that you don't actually know what you're talking about. There's so many like resources out there as well, like speaking to people on LinkedIn and things like that, where you can 
pretty much learn whatever market you're in. And I think the easiest thing to do is obviously focus on one specific market or area and put as much time as you can into that and ensure that, you know, you're actually channeling everything into one area because you, you'll pick it up a lot quicker and then you will sound a lot more knowledgeable. I guess if you're trying to learn like multiple different markets all at once, it's going to take you like if you're trying to learn four markets, it's going to take you four times as long to become an expert in them all. So if you learn one, conquer that, you're going to pick up knowledge about other areas on the way as well. So yeah, just focus on obviously the area that you're you're kind of working in and don't don't stress too much. Like fake it till you make it. <laughs> so so with, with, with that, I think just what would be useful, Hannah, on that, if you, if you don't mind sharing is like when you when you did speak to people maybe even still now like do you do you own the fact that oh you know what that's really interesting you say that I haven't sort of heard that before could you tell me more about that because I think that's sometimes what people miss or understand is that actually people really enjoy speaking about themselves and if you actually have the humility to go you know what actually I don't actually know much about that or that's the first time someone said that could you tell me a bit more like how what how did you actually I know you said fake it till you make it I totally get that and sort yeah. of leading with confidence but mm-hmm. when there was parts where like yeah these people were talking about things that you had no fucking clue about <laughs> did you sort of own it and sort of be like oh, that's really interesting tell me more, more about that I'm still learning in this space I don't know how did you own that and, and talk about yeah. that and how did that resonate with people yeah I think that humility aspect of it is you know super important and at the end of the day people are like everyone's human <laughs> you, you're not like even people who work in that space aren't an expert on it they don't know everything about it um, but it's funny you say that literally this week I've been working in some roles in a completely new domain and I literally like sent out um, I've been calling people and saying honestly like I'm reaching out to you I can tell you the basics but I'm going to put this on you to actually tell me some information about it because this isn't my core market if I'm like holding my hands up I don't actually know much about the area um, I sent out like a LinkedIn message that was you know saying a similar thing um, like you know I've got these roles it's not my core market I don't know too much about it um, you know would you be interested in the role or even if you're not interested in the role, would you be like, if you can tell me any information about this space or you got any like advice or help? And so many people came back to that and they were so nice. They were like, I'm not looking for a new role at the moment, but you know, I'm really happy to have a chat with you about the area. Um, so yeah, it's just like remembering that they're human. Like people, like people want to help each other. And again, once someone is an expert in that area, they want to speak about it. Like they've got all that knowledge there. And I yeah, guess they like, flex. They flex yeah, they want to flex completely. <laughs> they lean on that, like especially I guess like in the techie space, people that they've got a lot of experience and they've got a lot of skills, and they want to show that off, and they want you to know they know what they're talking about. So, yeah, hundred percent. People they they like that humanity aspect of it. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great insight. Thanks for sharing that. And yeah, really interesting you experienced that this week. But that, that's a great insight. And, and definitely, if you're listening to this, take that approach. And yeah, what a great mm-hmm. position to be in that you've got people in your market willing to talk to you. And uh, yeah, then in, like there's so much information you could take from that. And, and yeah, that's that's awesome. So I guess yeah. what what skills or experiences recruitment given you then that you least expected so far? I think one of the main things is I don't know how best to phrase it like not caring about things as much like mm. I think in the start you take things to heart a lot and you think oh it's the end of the world but now it's I think in the professional side of it in recruitment as well as in my personal life like you don't take things so seriously like it's really not that deep <laughs> like, <laughs> it's something like something small happens when you when you start working there you're like oh no no like it's the end of the world and but 
you look back and you're like, oh, wh- why did why why did I care so much? Like, no one died. Like, everyone's fine. Like, there's no point stressing over little things. And I think it's really helped me to realize, like, you put things into perspective. I think. I think that's one of the main things that I've learned is it's really not that bad. <laughs> like, what's the worst that could happen? I think that's like really important to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, I- I'd say that's one of the big things I've. Yeah, learned. that's that's such a superpower. That for sure. Like yeah like that can help you in a lot of scenarios in work and outside of work when yeah, you're willing to that's... oh sorry no I was just gonna say it's not something that's like easy to learn you can't really learn it without like going through something to learn it you can't just like read a sure. book and then suddenly start thinking differently I think you've got to experience and like build up that tolerance to it I guess like tolerance yeah, totally, yeah. happening a lot of yeah, yeah no I, I get what you mean yeah but yeah it definitely in today's in today's uh day and age like it does, it does worry me that people like literally could potentially have their days ruined if like someone cut them in the traffic or mm-hmm. like the Starbucks person spelt their name wrong on their sort of Starbucks cup or whatever like that. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people get triggered so easily. Oh, I do still have bad road rage, but. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but yeah, I, I think, I think that's a really cool insight actually that, yeah, it's actually helped you just be able to be like, instead of fretting and maybe losing mm. a lot of energy and, and mm-hmm. losing, uh, yeah, sleepless nights over things or worrying about things, you, you've sort of got that muscle now of like, actually, you know what, let's move on. Let's pick myself back up and crack yeah. on. One of our favorite phrases here is we go again. Something bad happens, we go again. We go again. Like what go is again, the point yeah. in dwelling on things? Great There's attitude. literally no point. <laughs> yeah, no, great attitude. So so on, the, on that then, what, what, what has been your biggest challenge so far on this journey? Like most people, I'm sure you might've heard this in the office. You might've even had it said to you that, yeah, first year in recruitment it can be fucking difficult. Mm-hmm. Maybe the most, probably the most difficult in your journey. So yeah. sort of looking back, obviously your past is year mark now. So like, what yeah. would you say were the biggest challenges, the biggest stumbling blocks that you had to sort of work through in, in those first 12 months? Mm. It's quite funny because now I look back, it's really hard to pinpoint. Like, it's, it's, I feel like in the moment you think it's the end of the world and you're like, oh, this is so bad. But then a few months later, you're like, what even, what, what was it? What was like, what was the low? What, what was I upset about? Or what? Um, but my favorite cliche, I'm sure you've probably heard this a hundred times this week already. Recruitment is a roller coaster. It literally is ups and downs. Like, Every person who joins, I always tell them, like, you're going to have your worst day ever and you're going to want to quit. Like, at the start, this was so prevalent for me. It was one day I I hated it. I came home and I was like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. And then the next day, I literally had the best day ever. And I was like, I love this job. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) And, like, it evens out. Like, it slows down and you don't get, like, that as much, like, towards, like, the year mark or so. But at the start, that was happening, like, literally every day. Um, And it's funny because I that's my one piece of advice that I tell everyone who joins is, like, you're going to have your worst day ever. That's a pivotal point. If you come back in the next day, you're going to have your best day ever. But if you, like, listen to that and you're like, oh, I had a bad day, I am going to quit. Like, you're not going to have the opportunity to have that that good day that, you know, eggs you on. Um, So, yeah, no, I I think... um, you just riding that then just sort of riding, riding the roller, roller coaster, coaster. <laughs> so so you yeah. talk, what you're talking about here then so a lot a lot of people ask me or wanted me to ask this so what you're talking about here probably people would coin resilience and like wanting to push on and wanting to dust yourself off and come back in again so mm. like how so clearly you've done clearly you've cultivated that clearly you've worked on that muscle 
of resilience because as you just said there multiple times in that first year you went home you wanted to quit uh so and you didn't so why like like how did you push through that what were the things was it just this yeah ability to go right that was like not what more bad can happen I'm gonna carry on like how did you push through that how did you build that resilience yeah I think it's um it's probably one of the most common interview questions I guess for like people in general who are joining recruitment is like do you have perseverance it like and what's your proof of that and obviously everyone says they do but I think at the end of the day it's actually having it <laughs> and being able to to get past those days um but yeah I'd, I wouldn't say it's anything specific you've just got to let it out I think the worst thing that I did that I like I bottled it up and I bottled, bottled it up a it lot up. Yeah, that was that was the worst thing you can do. And I, I'd have those bad days, and I wouldn't speak to my manager about it, or I wouldn't like tell anyone. So imagine all those like small days; they all build up, and then I hit this like huge super low, and I'm like, oh, I'm miserable. Like I want to leave, but it's my own fault because I've just bottled it all up, and I haven't allowed anyone to help me. So I think the best thing to do, and like when I started actually speaking to my manager and every time I felt like this literally it's just like a release you're like you let it all go and you're like okay cool I've spoken about it put it in the past and then we carry on and like we keep moving so I think like the easiest way to get if you have those issues like don't bottle it up you need to make someone aware and you need to allow someone to help you and um, that's the only way I've really got through that that's one of the main things that I can pinpoint from the start that has changed and has made like a really big impact is not bottling things up. If you have an issue, just speak to someone about it. Yeah, that's brilliant. Why do you think you bottled it up? I think it's, I think because as I said, when I started, I didn't know anything about recruitment or anything about technology. I didn't want to come across like I haven't learned anything. I still don't know anything. And it's like, one of our favorite sayings as well, we have a few favorite sayings, but like always assume with positive intent. And I don't think I did that at the start. I, I think I felt every time someone was giving me advice or, um, you know, telling me I'm doing something like n not wrong per se, but, you know, the things that you can interpret as being negative things, but actually they give you advice to help you. And I think I interpreted quite a lot of it, not with positive intent. So I'd, I'd get in my own head about it. So I think, um, yeah, no, it's, really important to keep that that positive mindset no thank you for sharing that Hannah I'm, I was hoping you'd say that because I think that <laughs> is what that's what that's what holds people that that you're completely right people don't want to look stupid and people mm -hmm. don't want to feel like like you said like oh I'm is this going to come across like I'm not learning should I be doing this more right than I I don't know should these things be happening to me right now so I'm glad you said that so that, that's awesome that you work through that. I love that sort of always assume like things are coming with positive intent. I really like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I guess just, just to sort of finish up talking about this then, what might be a good thing to ask you, and I have like asked in this question recently, is like with where you're at on your journey now, if like shit hits the fan, we're talking like you have three dropouts uh, in a week or like you just have one of those days, mm -hmm. like what, obviously but you said like you won't let things build up and like you'll speak about them but like what's your like go-to ritual or your rituals to like deal with the shit that recruiters have to deal with have you got sort of a, a ritual that you go to now you're writing stuff down you're going for a walk go home have a glass of wine <laughs> <laughs> I think I think one of the nicest things about recruitment is 
even though you're working like by yourself and you've got your own desk technically like you are still part of a team and everyone else goes through the same thing like literally like going for a drink after work and just chatting to everyone about like letting it out to people to understand what a nightmare it is and then hearing their stories about when things have gone a hundred times worse than that it's so it's like reassuring to know that you know this isn't the end of the world this isn't like the worst thing that's ever happened um I wouldn't say there's anything I do in particular I, I have a few times I have done I guess like a bit of a huge death dive like I've had weeks where I've lost out on like 30,000 pounds of deals like in a week and it's been tough and I'm like ah why hasn't this gone through like what am I doing wrong and then it's I sit down with my director I think we sat in a room for like two hours and we went through everything that I'm doing from start to finish and I was like okay I'm not following processes correctly I'm not do like I always do this and I haven't done this part of the process so it's actually good to like reflect and I think you you assume you're doing everything and you're like oh I'm experienced now so I know what I'm doing but actually when you sit down and look at it there's probably areas that you've forgotten about or you've missed out a bit so just looking back through and realizing right these are the things that I need to make sure I'm doing every time and I think sometimes like I think just taking a step back because I think I'm like oh I know what a good CV looks like so I, I'm not going to call this person but then I should just be calling everyone or there's I think you get a little bit complacent and a little bit cocky <laughs> so yeah just taking it back to basics I think is the best thing to do if there's like if you're stuck in a rut take it back to basics start afresh recap yourself on absolutely everything and then you can basically like and then go home have a glass of wine and then go again <laughs> yeah I love that now what you're talking about there is responsibility accountability being willing to look at yourself in the mirror and go what what could I have done better rather than you can easily always point at someone mm -hmm. uh candidate client whatever as to like why that's happened right yeah and then there you're going to really limit opportunity to grow so totally get that. That's, that's awesome. So what, what did you learn then in those first six to 12 months that you wish you knew from the beginning? That you wish you knew from day one, do you think? Uh, yeah, I think, as I kind of said before, just remembering that everyone's human. Like if somebody's rude to you on the phone, like something really bad could have just happened to them that they're not angry at you. Like people have good days, people have bad days. You can't take things to heart. I think it's really important to remember like at the end of the day, just because someone's a CEO of like a huge company, like the CTO of like a huge company, they're also still a human being. Like, you don't have to be terrified to speak to them. Like, I think it just just remembering that people are people. Um, what else? That's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's quite hard to to think back because recruitment it like it goes so quickly as well. So it's hard <laughs> to pinpoint like when what actually was. In, in that like beginning a great point I think that'll help a lot of people to really sort of draw that into themselves um mm. I guess obviously for yourself obviously you're correct me if I'm wrong here but from when we spoke you're entirely focused on the delivery building relationships with candidates and the candidate process right yeah I've, I've gone through I, I've been mainly focus on the delivery side but I've gone through phases where I've been trying to get more into the BD 360 side um, I did actually try to kind of move over into the 360 role back in September but I was in like one of my ruts where I hadn't kind of released everything and I was putting too much pressure on myself not speaking with my manager and communicating things and I just put myself in like a completely worse headspace as well so I decided to kind of leave that 360 side of it while I got myself back in back, like out of the funk back into the groove yeah. of things and now I'm kind of trying to focus on focus on it um, a little bit more now 
but yeah, predominantly okay. it's um, it's all been on the delivery yeah, side. Yeah, the, re- the reason the reason why I brought that up was I, I sort of had quite a few people ask me this. A lot of people obviously start their journey depending on the type of business they join. Like I started my journey on the candidate side, and then mm. you sort of get exposed to different things. And uh, but like I wanted to ask you how again with where you're at right now what do you think has been the most effective way for you so far to build like sustainable relations with candidates do you think I think just being honest like being personable like speaking to them like if they know stuff about you they're going to feel automatically like closer to you as well and see you as a human being not someone who's there just trying to make money off of them because that's not even like a lot of the time that's not actually the case as well like obviously that's our job but just being a person like listening to them having like a general conversation um I think that's like a huge part of it because some people obviously don't kind of go into that like relationship building stage um but for me it's just the transparency and like actually trying to help them as much as possible like our process is super strict and I always like I'll always make sure I send out um like really detailed interview prep and you know, just building the relationship at every single stage, making sure you're like having video calls with candidates as well. It's, you speak to, you can speak to someone on the phone 10 times. You can have a video call with someone once and you've already built more of a relationship than you have like the 10 phone calls that you've made. It's just like little things, just trying to humanize that because it is like, again, they're humans. <laughs> it's their job. Like you've got to actually really listen to them and understand what they want and what's important for them. So yeah, I, I think you've just got to relate to them and make sure that they realise you, you actually genuinely are interested. Yeah, yeah, what I take from that is, yeah, being authentic, like, yeah, connecting with people, someone, like, bringing yourself to that, not, like, putting on this sort of professional mask. And then what you're talking about is, yeah, ex- candidate experience and really delivering that mm-hmm. and, and delivering value. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we've spoken a lot about funks challenging times like talk to me about what's been one of your best or most memorable days so far oh god that's do we have a week where we did 30k worth of deals did, did that happen where it actually went in or what, what's been your best day so far or best week or i think like it was probably last august it was when i just started i guess kind of doing the full process by myself without any help from my manager so like from the start to the finish um and actually got something for the process and I was like oh like this is awesome like I I I know what I'm doing like I don't need well I don't need help anymore obviously I'm still a trainee but (laughs) like (laughs) where where you feel confident and comfortable doing that and then I think it was like that month I ended up having it was almost 50k month in like my fourth or or fifth month which I I think was so cool and it was just going home every day I think it's really funny because then you're like you're totting up the commission you're making and you're like oh my god yeah yeah, like super, super exciting. Um, I had quite a funny week a few weeks ago where everything was literally going to shit, basically. Like, <laughs> it was, I, I had like offers out and then the client was like, no, we're actually going to retract these offers. And I was like, oh, are you joking? They're like, yeah, we might be pulling all the roles. And I was like, I've literally got all these people out final. Like, this could be a really good week or it could be a really bad week. And I was like, oh, every day, like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And then it was like 4 p.m. on a Friday and the client called me and they were like, nope but still going ahead with all these roles and I was like oh. it was like this you know when <laughs> so nervous and like so on the edge for like the whole week and I was like it's gonna be really good it's gonna be really bad and I'm gonna have to tell this candidate that you're not actually having this offer anymore they've just turned down three other roles but you're not having this anymore I was like terrified and it's like that I think that relief 
is like a lot better than like the excitement like, like, as well. You know, yeah. when things don't go bad, that's basically a huge success. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. What, what do we do? We any do we make any uh, flexes with a big commission? Do we make any uh, rogue purchases with uh, your first big commission paycheck? Um, with my first one, I don't know what what did I get with my first one. I can't even say it's probably like Botox or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I had, I had a really good, really big one recently, and I'm just like, oh, I need to pay off my council tax. <laughs> Boring. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, de- that's definitely boring. No one wants to hear about that. Okay, yeah. cool. So, what? So, curious to get your thoughts on this. Um, yeah. Like, this is, I guess, more for people that will be listening to this that want to get into recruitment or are interested to it. Obviously, there's so many recruitment companies in in the UK. So, mm-hmm. I had a really interesting question that that someone wanted me to ask people. So. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on it. So basically the question is, if you could pick one thing about the environment you joined that has allowed you to succeed so far, what would it be? For example, it could be the culture, training, incentives. Like, yeah, what comes up for you? Yeah, I think 100% the training I had, like it was, it was intense, but I know like learning from someone who knows what they're doing and knowing from someone who's like an expert in their field, like I was really lucky. I got trained by one of our like our directors at the time, who basically like literally took me under their wing and taught me absolutely everything. And I, to this day, I credit my success to to him. But he he he's always like, no, Hannah, it wasn't me. It was you. So we're like back and forth. But I think that having the, the really really good training that I had and that one-on-one time I think is super super important as well um you know if you're looking for a recruitment company I'd make sure that you're asking questions around like the resources they have to train you like what what does their diary look like are they in meetings from nine to five like is your manager in meetings from nine to five every day are they training like 20 other people at the same time like do you actually have that much time to be trained by someone and like have someone to learn from I mean we sat on the desk next to each other it was like constantly like what's this what's that what's that <laughs> like mm-hmm. constantly asking questions and having that really super close support around you I think is the most important thing and that's that's what I credit my success to with my training <laughs> yeah that's that's great thanks for sharing that so yeah. with training in mind then what what's what's the best sort of uh training advice or yeah advice that you got given in that sort of training context that you received that really sort of helped you and, and really worked and really sort of yeah ended up playing out in a positive way in your role do you think um oh, feel free to go as, to as granular back. as you want <laughs> yeah trying to think back to, to my training week it seems like a lifetime ago actually it's crazy well you said you, you said you credit him so what what are some of the things that you like yeah like he like told you like you know what this has already worked for me blah I blah think... blah and like you now you even still do it now I think you've got to think if you actually like if you've got a question you've got to think whether you actually know the answer already because I feel like a lot of the time I was being uh, like doubting myself like asking questions and one of the best things that um that he did at the time was like well what do you think the answer is and that's and then you're like oh I actually do know the answer like why am I asking questions like you I don't think you should doubt yourself. I think it's so much better to be in a position where, you know, you're giving it a go or you're you're thinking about it. You probably know it already. And I feel like you're just kind of not giving yourself enough credit or confidence if you're, you know, doubting yourself in that sense. Um, yeah. But 
okay. trying to think like what what other I think it was more oh okay so one of my favorite things as well was just do it just do it <laughs> just do it because I'm the queen of saying I'm going to do it and not doing it <laughs> oh wow so then we got to this point where we were like Hannah you just need to do it and I was like I just need to do it like don't make excuses don't be like oh I can't do it because of this can't do it because of that like just do it and it's not even going to be as bad as you thought it would be. It's not that terrifying. And the more you put it off, the more scared you're going to be, the more you work yourself up, the more you waste your time being like feeling negative or like scared. You just do it. And then you're like, oh, wow, that was amazing. Like, that felt bad, great. Yeah. yeah, like it really isn't that bad. <laughs> like just do it. Get on the phones. Whatever you're, you're scared of doing, just do it. You'll prove, you'll prove yourself so quickly that you can do it so easily as well. Yeah, awesome. So let, let, let's end on this then. Obviously, you... From what I can see, you graduated uni in 2020. A lot of yeah. young people enter the, the recruitment industry. A lot of people find this podcast and it helps them understand if, a, if it's a career for them. We've spoken about the challenges. There's been plenty of lows, but you've, uh, you've uh, rode through that. You've worked through it and can tell, yeah. see sort of how energized you are. And, and you, obviously, whenever we spoke, you seem super happy and engaged. So like, hopefully this can showcase people like, yes, it is difficult. Yes, it is challenging. But the sort of high times and the people you're doing it with and the actual job itself overall in the long term, it, it, it's all worth it. But like, yeah. why do you think more young people, why do you think more people should actually consider recruitment as a career choice? A lot of people fall into it as an accident, have no fucking yeah. clue about it. Mm-hmm. But like, why should people actually identify it as a career that they want to get into from from your perspective? Yeah, I think it's really funny because <laughs> I'd only started hearing about recruitment while I was at uni. And I, this is really bad, but I, I remember speaking to one of my friends and I was like, oh my God, I'd never go into recruitment. Like, it's such a, like, scapegoat of a career. <laughs> and like, so such a what? I, like, a scapegoat of a career. Like, I thought, like, oh, you can't get a job after uni, so you just go into recruitment. Like, that is really bad. Like, that was my, wow. that was like my mentality of it while I was at uni. And then I, like I basically just like start eating my words like, I got into recruitment my friend was like Hannah do you remember what you said I was like yeah I do yeah yeah this is really embarrassing <laughs> but when you like when you actually find out more about it and realize that it's, it's actually quite difficult like it's not it's not this like easy thing that you just do and I didn't even know how much money you could make at the time like while I was in uni I just thought people were like I didn't even know what recruitment was I was like oh everyone seems to be going into that recruitment thing like like what even is it no one knows about it um but I think one of the best things you just do your research find out if it is something that you enjoy like people obviously that they asked you if you like a challenge like it do you genuinely like a challenge or will you like fall up the first hurdle you have a bad day and then you'll be like oh okay I'll quit then like I think it's just actually, it's like the standard bullet points, I think, that companies in general put on a job spec. Like, do you like a challenge? Like, do you have perseverance? Are you, can like, can you power through? But it's actually taking note of those and actually thinking about whether you can and you can do it. But the money is worth it. The money is worth it. And you're working with like-minded people around the same age. Like, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. You learn so much money, just like, especially just coming out of uni, like you're probably not going to find another job where, where you'll be paid as, as much as you are. Um, and it like, there's so many different routes you can go down as well. So much you can learn. Like, I feel like a half expert in techie things, which I never thought I would be. <laughs> I mm-hmm. thought I would be like a party planner now, but obviously <laughs> I'm not. I'm like working in tech recruitment, which is, is crazy. But yeah, no, it's... Um, definitely just like do research into recruitment and it's easy to get into it but you're you're the one who's got to do the hard work to to make it work and make yourself a success 
Love it. Hannah, look, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, kudos to me. you for getting through the low times, the challenging times. Obviously excited to see how uh, your tech recruitment career continues to unfold. But yeah, thank you so much yeah, for uh, joining me. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It's been fun.